0: Is your time? We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good, scary good, and this crowd is
1: going bananas.
2: As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leiboff. I am the hockey editor here at Action, and joining me as always is my friend and professional better. You know him on Gambling Twitter as So Money Sports and So Money, the Stanley Cup final is shifting back to Tampa Bay, and boy, has it been ugly for the Lightning so far. Down 2-0 in the series, coming off a 7-0 drubbing against the Avalanche in Denver on Saturday night. The Lions for Game 3 As follows: Colorado's minus one fifteen, a road favorite. Tampa Bay minus one hundred five. The over under at six. The series line minus six hundred for Colorado to win the Stanley Cup. Plus four fifty on the Bolts. Colorado is fourteen and two in the playoffs. Plus thirty three goal differential. Seventy six goals scored in sixteen games. Forty three allowed. And they've won seven in a row. All this is pointing in one direction, which is like think about all the numbers I just read off, and you're still getting this team at minus one fifteen, which I think is a little crazy, and I think it goes to something we've talked about a lot here, which is a lot of times bookmakers will bake in a premium on teams that are looking to avoid going down 3-0 in a series, especially if that team is a two-time defending Stanley Cup champion. Uh, is that what you think is happening here?
2: I think so. I th- Going into this series, uh, in our when we were previewing the series, we even before that, we've talked at length about how uh, Tampa Bay – needs to need some time to, to get into series. And one thing I kind of, I had reservations about with, with Tampa Bay was that I felt that if you're doing that against this Colorado team, you might just run out of time. They almost did run out of time against the Rangers. They were down two nothing in game three. So I think that I can see it here where um, you look at the way that the game is being played. Like your, what you're seeing on the ice is, being supported for the most part by what the metrics are coming out after the game as well. Colorado is dominating. Tampa Bay right now does not have any answer for the speed of Colorado. I thought that after game one, Tampa Bay would be able to make adjustments to try to at least clean up their own end, right? And and they just weren't able to. Colorado is just on them right away. They're forecheck. Tampa Bay keeps turning it over in the neutral zone. And for a team like Tampa Bay, who is great at making adjustments, if you're not able to do that after game one, going to game two, why do you think that you'll be able to do that from game two, going to game three, All right? So in that sense, um, I do like Colorado. You asked about the premium on the of the line here. So I, I don't think we're there yet. I think the Colorado number is going to get better. Um, I think that as the day goes on, we're going to see money coming in on coming in on Tampa Bay. Um, I think that there's a lot of element of you. Like we've we've talked about this before, where team down 0-2 coming back home, they are going to take the money. So I think that we are going to see Tampa Bay money coming in throughout the day. So um, I will be on Colorado. Um, it's just a matter of um, at what point
1: I'll be entering the market. I think a couple of things kind of make me think that the. Look, we're, we're not going to count the lightning out. Nobody's counting yeah. the lightning uh-huh. out, right? Like this is a two-time defending Stanley Cup yeah. champion. They have the best goalie in the world behind them. They're going to play better. And one of the things that, that is making me think that this team, the, the lightning that is, can hang with Colorado or, or a way that they can hang with Colorado is they just don't give up three goals in the first period. You mm-hmm. give up two goals in the first 10 minutes in two games, What does that do? That that automatically opens up a contest, right? Like, so all of a sudden you're chasing the game. You need to start playing a little bit more risky. And that's exactly what Colorado wants. Like they want you to to maybe make a pass that is 50-50 because if they pick that thing off, they're going the other direction with speed. And that's that the whole game is predicated on speed. Uh, So my betting angle here is I think this is going to be a very, very low scoring, low event start to the game. So like a first period under, I think will be interesting, especially because the first two first periods of the series have, I think, produced seven goals, 6-1 advantage for, for Colorado. So the numbers should be inflated a little bit. And secondly, I think Tampa Bay is going to have to sell out to play 1995, 1996, New Jersey Devils, Jacques <laughs> Lemaire-style hockey, right? One, two, two, and just slow do everything, everything in their power to slow down a game because they don't have a chance otherwise. Like, they just, yeah. they don't. Um, so I think the under... Is a good bet. I like the, the derivatives off that. Maybe I shouldn't bet Andre Vasilevsky to pitch another shutout, but I probably will. Um, But I, I think instead of betting a to- uh, the side, I think I'll, I'll be looking for derivatives and and off of a low scoring, low event game on Monday night.
2: Yeah, so I I do see where you're, where you're coming from, and I, and I was thinking that way between games one and game two. Um I did bet the under in game two, and I felt. I thought that that was a pretty unlucky loss on that on that under but I think you're right that Colorado does need to make it a high high event game for them to have success. However, the only thing I'll say to that and we and we touched on this in the preview as well is that Colorado has shown that they're okay playing low event games, right? Like they yeah. when they when they need to tighten up defensively, we've seen that throughout this throughout these playoffs. You that Nashville series there was no need to um, like neither team was going to like Nashville wasn't going to get into a low event game, even if they tried, like it just, it just wasn't going to work out with that goal tending. So you put that Nashville series away. You saw in the St. Louis series when Colorado wanted to um, make that a low event game, um, they, they did. And they were fine. We saw that in the Edmonton series as well, after game one, where, where games uh, two and three, especially Colorado was able to, uh, to uh, choke them out. So, Again, I did feel that way after Game One, but again, I ask that if Tampa Bay couldn't do that between Games One and Two, why are they going to do it between Games mm-hmm. Two and Three, right? So, and it could be matchups. I think that being at home, they might be able to get the matchups they need. So, I think that um, that'd be something to uh, to look out for as well.
1: Yeah, and I think what you were just saying about Colorado is part of the reason I like the under bets, right? Because <laughs> let's say the first ten minutes it's just gummed up, Anthony Sorelli. Yeah. Is, has found his form, the McDonough-Chernak defense pairings working against uh, the McKinnon line, and, and it, it, it is a slog. Colorado's just going to settle into that. They're going to say, all right, we're, we're not going to try to force the issue. We're not going to take this game off the rails just because we prefer that style. Like they, like you said, they've shown an, a maturity, I guess, of of taking what's in front of them. So if it is, if Tampa does come out and, and just oh, play a, that one two two dead puck era style, I think Colorado's open to it. Like they'll they'll be open to it. I think that's why I'm not terribly concerned uh, about this game getting out of hand early if Tampa is able to succeed in that, in this style. So that's where I'm looking. I I think uh, the unders are in play, maybe the the game to go to overtime, uh, just those kind of derivatives betting off of the script that this is going to be a tight chess match style game with Cooper making the, I know we said this before, but making the adjustments now coming home uh, where he can get the matchups he wants I also think like for game one, we sort of saw Colorado settle into that style a little bit where yeah. they didn't want to make the mistake um, when, when to, after Tampa tied it to make it three, three, the ice was still tilted towards uh, the Tampa net towards Vasilevsky, but it it wasn't the run and gun style um, that we saw out of Colorado in the first period or that, that we saw in all three periods of game two. So we've seen a little bit of it and that period ended zero, zero in those 20 minutes. So this game, it behooves Tampa to get it to be a rock fight. Colorado, I think, would will be okay with playing that style. So that's that's my betting. I'm gonna go under six. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, for maybe first period under game to go to overtime. But uh, I'll be betting off of off of a low scoring game.
2: Yeah, I like that. I think that um, I raise points to kind of like dig like deeper. But in the end, I think that I think you're right. That like even if Tampa Bay can't get there to the style they want to play. Even in that seven nothing game, Colorado was still was still playing very well defensively. So Colorado's fine playing this game, whether they're whether they're winning or or if they're tied in like a tight game. So I think that I'm hoping that that price gets a little bit cheaper on the under. But um, right, I I would definitely be looking at that as well.
1: Yeah, was, I was a little surprised to see the minus one twenty on under yeah. six after the first two games went over and, and just people, you know, Vasilevsky hasn't found his form yet. I think he, he will eventually yeah. settle in, but yeah, I guess uh, there's more people out there thinking the way I'm thinking uh, before we wrap this up, anything else for you uh, in terms of like a, a props series, props, anything that you think is worth picking off right now?
2: I think that if you can find something better than uh, plus three, I, I see plus 300 right now on, um, on Colorado winning four Oh, um, I think if you can find something better than that, like around the 350, uh, maybe in, into the 400 range, that would be something I would I would look at. And that's just based on just what I mentioned earlier, that I'm betting on if Tampa Bay couldn't do it earlier, why are they going to do it now? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that um, that would be something to look at. Uh, the other thing I was looking at, too, is that Kilmakar is going to win the con Smythe. Um, but you're not going to get a proper price on him. So I couldn't find a decent number anywhere on him. So he should be favored everywhere. Um, if you get a short line, he's at minus 175, minus 180-ish right now, which is, I, I wouldn't bet into that. But if you're able to get a significant edge off of, off of that number, then I think that um, I, would, I would look at him. But there's nothing I can find right now.
1: One thing that could provide a discount on that McCarr number, is if Valerie Nuchuskin scores two goals yeah. in game three, because people are starting to be like, oh, does Valerie Nuchuskin deserve some con smith hype? Yeah. Maybe if he was on a different team, but like when, when he's playing with Kale McCarr, who's just been fantastic, he's not going to. So, um, yeah, it, it, if Colorado wins, it's going to be McCarr, unless unless Nuchuskin scores, you know, six goals in the next two games or something. And it's
2: unfortunate too, because like he's been unreal and like the mm-hmm. But like the consmite is is like for the for the whole playoffs, right? Exactly. Sometimes sometimes you see recency bias kind of seep in, but um, for the most part, I think that at at this point of the season or at this point of the series, um, whoever is leading at this point is probably gonna win, unless if I think that the only threat to like makar would be if like Nathan McKinnon goes off, but um, yep. I think I think other than that, I think Makar's
1: pretty safe here. I'm with you. I think he's he's definitely safe. Um, all right, uh, that'll wrap up this episode of Line Change for ahead of Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final, which is Monday, June 20th uh, at Amalie Arena in Tampa Bay. So we'll be back with you on Tuesday morning to preview Game 4. Until then, best of luck with all your bets.